Hi, this is Walter Montero, and you're listening to this week's edition of the Real Estate and Mortgage Show. Hi folks, welcome to uh, this week's episode of the uh, Real Estate Mortgage Show. Last week we picked on uh, home sellers and the things that they should stop doing. And uh, this week uh, we're going to talk about home buyers and the things they should stop doing. Okay, so I'm going to start off right from the top so we don't waste any time. Uh, number one is, to me, is not signing a buyer representation agreement. Okay, a buyer representation agreement is basically a contract between the buyer and the agent that's going to be representing them in the purchase of the property that is putting the agent under the obligation of providing his client with fiduciary duty. Okay, fiduciary duty from an agent is not something that is given to a customer. So in other words, a customer is somebody that is not signed to a buyer agency agreement. It is an obligation of the agent to give to his client. Okay, now... On the customer side, uh, when you're dealing with an agent just on the customer side, there is still a duty of care, okay, that uh, they exercise care and, and skill in dealing with you, of course, and, and to ensure honesty, okay. But when you sign a buyer agency agreement with an agent, there's a few other things that kick into play here. First and foremost is the so-called word fiduciary duty. What does that mean? Basically, what that means is there's a couple of elements. Number one is confidentiality. Okay, they agree to, they're mandated to keep your information confidential. Okay, they're mandated to be loyal to their client. Okay, they're mandated to avoid any conflicts of interest. So if they do have any kind of conflict with regards to the deal, they have to disclose them to you. Are they selling you, you know, their mom and dad's house or do they have uh, some sort of other commission coming to them as a result of the sale? Is there going to be some sort of side commission that they're going to make to know all that? You're going to know exactly what that agent is going to make. All right. So that is all agreed upon. All right. They have to agree to obey your instructions. They're going to act in person for you. So there's there's a whole bunch of things there. They're going to negotiate in your favor. So it's really, really a good idea to sign a buyer agency agreement. Do the agreements have some caveats to them? Absolutely they do. Okay, and that's why you need to get clear with the agent that you're dealing with. There's usually a time element involved, how long the contract is. Okay, and there is um, also an actual reimbursement or an enumeration commitment. So you're going to agree that the agent is going to make X amount of dollars in this transaction. Now, most of the times, those agents are paid from the proceeds of the transaction from the listing. Okay, but from time to time, there may be a shortfall on that. Okay, and you need to address with the agent right up front how that shortfall is going to be dealt with. You know, the big thing I think more than anything is that when you sign a buyer agency agreement, the the idea of commissions comes right off the table. So if you're looking at, let's say, a property A that is listed for $250,000 and it pays a 2.5% commission to the cooperating broker, that's fine. Let's say you've got the exact same property that um, sells for the exact same price, $250,000, but it has a 3% commission to the cooperating broker. Okay. Now, without that relationship, the agent may be encouraged to sell the one that pays the higher commission. Okay. But because you have a contract in place and the enumerations already been specified, that half a percent spread you're actually entitled to. Okay. So 
you know, keep in mind how that works so you know exactly what kind of commissions are going to be dealt with on the table and your representation is is fair okay hey folks i just want to interject here real quick the one thing is uh, that i forgot to mention while i was on my rant here talking to you is that a buyer agency agreement does not obligate you to buy a house okay the only obligation is if you buy a house you agree to buy it through the agent you sign agency agreement with okay but it does not repeat does not obligate you to buy a house Number two, of course, sort of coincides with number one, and that's dealing with multiple agents. Um, I think dealing with multiple agents is not a good idea because, first of all, you don't get the level of care that you would get by just dealing with one agent. If you deal with one agent, an agent gets a handle on what you're looking for. You know, a lot of times agents are in and out of properties all the time. So when you're dealing with one agent and you've made a commitment to that agent, they're going to get a real good handle of what you're looking for. And when it hits the market, they're going to be on the phone with you right away. Okay, so dealing with one agent is a far better idea than dealing with multiple agents. And if your objective in dealing with multiple agents is because you want to try and get a deal from the listing agent, quite honestly, it doesn't happen. Okay, it doesn't happen. I shouldn't say it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen for the buyer. If there's going to be any deal had, it's going to be for the seller. Okay, is that going to be reflective in price? Not to you. It's going to be reflective in, in value back to the seller. But, I mean, as a home buyer, what do you care? You want a level of care and you want to make sure. And we're talking about, you know, a very small amount of money here. One, you know, uh, let's say a half a percent or a one percent. I mean, it's not worth it. And you really don't know what kind of level of care you're going to get. And I can tell you, if you're dealing with an agent that doesn't sign a buyer agency agreement, the level of care could be questionable. Okay, next is open houses. Going into open houses is great, great way to look at property. One thing that you should not do as a buyer is when you go into an open house is uh, not sign the, um, the registry. You need to sign the registry, folks. Okay, you're going into somebody's private home. There's security issues here. There's an invasion of privacy going on. These people have given you the opportunity to look at their home on, you know, usually a Sunday afternoon, and you can walk freely through their property. Would you please give the seller the respect of telling them who you are and how you can be contacted? Okay, uh, there's security issues here. And when you're signing in on the registry, don't lose your ability to write all of a sudden. And because I, I, I see that sometimes on my registries, it's like you know, I'm dealing with a stroke victim or something. You know, they're all of a sudden they forgot how to write their name. Write your name clearly, write your contact information clearly, and if you don't want to be contacted, just make it clear to the agent. Um, I can tell you right now, if you make it clear to that agent, they're not going to bother wasting time uh, following up with you. Uh, not to mention, it's against the law. You said no contact, and they won't contact you, okay? But just be sure to sign into people's open houses. It's respectful, and uh, it's just the right thing to do, okay? Next thing is bowing out on a, making an offer because there are other bidders that want to make an offer, okay? So in other words, you're bowing out of multiple offer situations. Folks, this doesn't really make sense to me because, first of all, think about it logically. Why would you bow out on a multiple offer? You Are, are you only looking for houses that other people don't want to buy? That doesn't make any sense. We're in a very robust market here in the Cambridge-Kitchener-Waterloo market, 
okay and oftentimes you're gonna you're gonna run into this type of situation quite a bit okay if you want to know more about how to deal in multiple offers we did a few episodes back we did you know, we did an episode on how to deal in multiple offers so you might want to get some tips from that episode but more than anything don't buy out on multiple offers if you're concerned about paying more than what you feel the property is worth make your bid make your bid and if it doesn't go it doesn't go but if it's gonna go for higher it's gonna go for higher okay that's just the way it is we're we're in a market uh, that's robust and you may run into a situation where you're you're in a multiple offer don't buy out a multiple offer just make your offer you didn't pay anymore by make a bid so just make the bid all right the next thing is of course is not getting pre-approved for a mortgage folks you know in today's day and age with uh, bankers and mortgage brokers with the ability and the tools that they have to get you pre-approved for a mortgage this can happen relatively quick uh, what does this mean for you well first of all it gives you a clear outline of what your budget is okay so you don't waste your time looking at homes that you can't afford okay and furthermore it it puts you in a position of strength in negotiating because you can now tell the seller hey I've been to the bank this is what I've been pre-approved for and uh, this is um, you know obviously it's going to give some merit in your deal especially in a multiple offer situation uh, not to mention um, if you don't qualify for a home stop wasting people's time okay these people are serious about selling their home the last thing they need is having a property tied up with a buyer that's not bona fide they can't get the darn financing okay get pre-approved pre, pre for a mortgage that way you know what you can afford and you're not wasting anybody's time uh, the next thing I see people do that uh, they should stop is thinking about it okay they look at a home and they want to think about it before they make an offer okay folks as I said we're in a robust market if you like the house that you looked at okay and you can envision yourself living there make a darn offer okay I know that thinking about it I, I, it's a big decision there's no question but you're not buying this thing unconditionally you're buying it conditional on financing you're buying it conditional on a home inspection sometimes you're buying it conditional on the sale of your property okay so you have conditions that will protect you okay so don't worry about getting stuck in a deal that you can't get out of because of those particular reasons okay that's why conditions exist but if you see something you like it's beneficial to you to act sooner than later because then that way you avoid multiple offer situations because you know how many times have you seen you know a situation where well, I can tell you I've seen it many times where people want to think about it and then they call me back the next day okay let's go ahead with a deal and uh, I say yeah okay that's fine but now there's three offers on the place so now you're in a multiple offer situation you could have avoided it by acting sooner okay um, you know or worse yet it gets sold altogether okay so you get into a situation it gets sold and um, you know you find out what it sells for and you know you, you missed out on, on, on the whole thing all right uh, next one and this is the last one is uh, shopping outside your price range uh, folks again as I said we're in a very robust market uh, properties usually sell very close to their list price uh, sometimes properties are overpriced yep there's no question about it but I can tell you this much when they're overpriced um, the seller isn't all of a sudden gonna become reasonable and entertain a lower offer if they're overpriced they're they're not looking at entertaining lower offers they want higher offers okay the uh, sales to list price ratio usually in our area is somewhere around 98 or 99 percent so our prices are pretty tight here all right so if you're shopping you know uh, 10 percent above the marketplace 15 percent above the marketplace you are wasting your time you are wasting your agents time you are wasting the sellers time all right shop within your price range this is where you're gonna find the homes all right and homes that are priced right sell fast 
and uh, so don't waste your time. All right, folks, that's uh, the seven steps or the seven things that home buyers should stop doing. And I hope you enjoyed it. And um, we'll talk to you later.